Hey, beautiful mama, and welcome to Bell and Beyond. I'm your podcast host, Katie, a mama of one little legend, Hunter, and we have been on the most wild health journey ever. My son was born and diagnosed with a cleft lip, and I want to share with you how I was empowered through it all. This podcast is for mums or soon-to-be mums and dads. Feel free to jump in too. It's a place to debunk the many motherhood myths that leave us feeling confused, lost, and misguided. I want you, mama, to walk away from every episode feeling empowered and educated to make choices that feel right for you and your family. My heart is to see mamas connecting back to their roots and being exposed to ancient wisdom with modern day education. I'll be bringing you open and real conversations around topics we are not talking about enough with people passionate about seeing you, mama, thrive from the belly and beyond. Welcome back to another episode of Bell and Beyond. I know last week we didn't have an episode, so I hope you took the chance to catch up on any episodes that you'd missed out on or you wanted to go back and revisit. There is actually so much amazing content. I cannot believe how many episodes we've had in such a short time. And the feedback has literally been honestly incredible. I received such a beautiful text on my Bailing Beyond Instagram the other day from a beautiful girl. And I'd love to read you out what she said because this is the reason I started Bailing Beyond in the first place. I really wanted to create a place for people to feel welcome and connected and empowered through education and more knowledge and awareness. So I'll keep it confidential, but this is the beautiful feedback that I got um, on Monday. Your podcast, honestly, is the most honest and engaging I've come across. Being on bed rest for months, I've listened to so many other podcasts, but yours is by far the best. Thank you so, so, so much. Has helped relieve some C-section anxiety I have too. And I got to hear a little bit about what episode she was loving. And she particularly loved the birth story with Monica and also Lauren's C-section episode. And it's just Really, really beautiful. It's also helped shift her perspective on the medical-focused world with birth. So I just wanted to share that with you guys. And if you do also have a testimony, can you please, please DM me over at bellyandbeyond underscore or please leave a review because I am such an obsessed person when it comes to like wins and celebration and hearing what's going on for you and your brain moments. But anyway, today's episode is awesome. I got connected to this incredible lady called Etta through my sister-in-law. Actually, they met at a business event. And as soon as my sister-in-law heard that she was creating a ball and a company is called Lactimo for breast milk and breastfeeding, she's like, oh my gosh, you've got to meet this girl. So I'll tell you a little bit about Etta. Etta is the founder of Lactimo, previously a corporate lawyer and a mom of four young children. In 2019, following her own struggles with breastfeeding, Etta recognized that despite the importance of breastfeeding, rates worldwide were disappointingly low. UNICEF reported that no country in the world meets the recommended standards for breastfeeding. So Etta was disappointed with the lack of products to help moms and also the lack of support. It's a global problem and Etta had a simple and scalable solution with IP protection. So Etta founded Lactimo. Lactimo is a specialized ball specifically developed and designed for the elasticity of lactating breast tissue, which is the ability to address all of the common breastfeeding problems. They also were recently the winner of the Australian MedTech Equator Award covering Australia and India just in December 2019 and was a recipient of a grant for the New South Wales State Government of 2020. 
and that was announced by St George as Australia, the best new business idea of 2020 and on TEDx Sydney. And Etta was announced recently by the Women's Agenda as Emerging Entrepreneur 2021 finalist. Lactimo was selected by the New South Wales government to be part of the Going Global program for expansion in both China and India. Really excitingly, Lactimo has just completed a successful clinical trial with Deakin University and the Western Health Partnership, which was so successful that it has been nominated for the most prestigious award in breastfeeding. Lactimo will be launched on the 1st of August, which is literally next month, which is also the start of World Breastfeeding Week. You can head over to www.lactimo.com to check it all out or head over to their Instagram. But let's get into the interview with Etta. It's a short but powerful episode and you're just going to hear a little bit more about her heart and her journey behind the company and what this simple concept of a ball that mimics breast tissue can actually do for us as women on our breastfeeding lactating journey. Get ready. This is going to be awesome. I'm so excited and I cannot wait for this ball to be released next month. All right, let's get into it. Welcome, Etta, and I'm so excited to have you here today to share with us a little bit more about this incredible company you launched called Lactimo, and I'm really excited for you to share with the ladies. Thanks, Katie. Thanks for having me here, and just to say I love what you're doing. I think it's so important to support new mothers and and empower them. I think there's so much to get your head around as a mum. And even when you've had one child, you think you might know what you're doing and you have another child with a completely different personality and needs and you still need support. So yeah, I think you've got a lovely feel of that sort of family community to belly and beyond, which really resonates with me in terms of us all being here to help each other. Oh, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So tell us a little bit about Lactimo, what was the inspiration behind Lactimo? How did this product come to be? Like, what's your story behind it? Yeah, so I'm actually a a corporate lawyer by background. I don't like to admit that. So I wasn't a professional in the med tech or the mother space before becoming a mother myself. And so I went into that process with very little understanding. I'd always thought that childbirth was the difficult part about having children. And you hear so many horror stories about childbirth. And breastfeeding wasn't even on my radar as a potential difficulty. I just assumed it'd be easy, that when you wanted to feed, that exactly the right amount of milk would be available and that there was nothing else to it. So I was really surprised to find breastfeeding difficult. And I actually felt like a real failure right at the start of motherhood Mm. in finding it difficult. And initially, I just assumed that I was the only one who it was difficult for. But then I think the more mothers that I spoke to, friends, then midwives, lactation consultants, I realized there was a much wider problem and indeed a global problem. I think UNICEF's quote always really resonates with me that no country in the world meets the recommended standards for breastfeeding. And that's just not good enough. It's disappointingly and needlessly low. And breastfeeding is just so important. I don't need to go into all the stats, but just breast milk promotes sensory and cognitive development, protects infants against infectious and chronic diseases, reduces infant mortality, but also contributes to the health and well-being of mothers, which I think is really interesting, and obviously then to economies as well. And it's the World Health Organization that reported that babies and mothers worldwide are being failed by a lack of investment in breastfeeding. And I often think that experiencing a problem firsthand, even if you haven't 
got qualifications in that area, but having that first-hand experience gives you such a connection and drive to solve it. And so I think my initial drive was, I just wanted to help other mums to Mm. succeed where I had failed and to give them the best possible success and the best possible experience in breastfeeding. So I think in understanding that there was a real problem and experiencing and understanding this firsthand really gave me a great background in understanding what needed to change and going through that process myself I think I could understand what a solution would look like and how that would help me and I realized that all of the research and studies both online from your babycenter.com.au all the way through to your journals really all of those really supported what my idea of that solution was so I spoke to lactation consultants and healthcare professionals and and I suppose bounced that idea off them and I was just met with such overwhelming positivity so I got the intellectual property for the idea and from there I just went about engaging consultants with different specialities um, to I suppose to verify it for me so healthcare professionals pharmaceuticals industrial designers medtech commercialization experts and they all just came back with a resounding yes and that was how Lactimo started. I love it I love that and it's been so good as I've been interviewing different amazing people on this podcast a lot of the stories have all been everyday mum that have experienced something have a story and they've just not wanted anyone else to go through the same pain they went through and as a result have fired up in their belly and created solutions and kind of gathered as many people in as they can so I actually love so much what you're doing we've chatted before you know a little bit about my story and from going through that experience all the feedback I've been getting from mums is exactly what you just said. They haven't felt supported on their breastfeeding journey. The first few weeks were incredibly hard, extremely painful, really lonely, really scary. And for some mums that didn't get that support in those early stages, they just decided formula and bottle feeding was a better option or latching wasn't going well. So talk to us a little bit about how this, well, firstly, it's a ball. (laughs) It sounds very simple. It's just a little ball, but it actually has so much depth to what this ball is and how it can actually support women. And I remember you saying what would be great in those first two weeks, those first two stages of newborn where you're really struggling. Absolutely. Yeah. So Lactobo is essentially a massage ball and it's small, it's similar to golf ball size and it's specifically developed and designed for breast tissue. It's got hollow surface lumps with gel that can be heated or cooled and it's simple, it's reusable and it's affordable. So it essentially combines temperature, movement and compression in breast massage, which gives it the unique ability to address the most common breastfeeding problems. So that's oversupply, undersupply, pain, blocked milk ducts, engorgement and infection. So it's incredibly simple, but it's also very specific. And it's not just a generic massage ball, it's biocompatible and the hardness and the compressibility of it is specific to the elasticity of breast tissue. So if you just use a normal massage ball that is widely available for muscle tissue, if you use that on lactating breast tissue, you'd cause damage. So it's very, very specific. And it has the unique ability to resolve 
those key breastfeeding problems. And also really interestingly, the ability to improve the quality of breast milk, all doing that, all despite having a very low unit cost. And it's just had so much success already. So it's incredibly simple, but it's just got such unique properties to it, which all have the ability to address all of those common breastfeeding problems. It's amazing. It's innovation, it's creativity, it's problem solving. It's also super simple to use and easy in the fact that like, from what I understand, there's not like an in-depth instruction manual. There is a process, but it's everyone can do it. It's not overcomplicated. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. So there's there's videos on the website. I think if I'm speaking for myself in saying new mothers want everything to be super simple, I certainly couldn't understand any any words that had more than two syllables in when I was in those early stages. So um, what we've tried to do is for each of the different main problems, we've put a, a sort of a, a demo video of how to use it specific to that problem. So I think as your breastfeeding journey goes on, that becomes more innate and more firsthand um, to users but there's just those videos for that sort of early stage and I think all of those breastfeeding problems are constantly changing I am speaking from my own experience in those first few days one minute you've got you know just the the most engorged breasts which are just so painful you can't lie on your front or your back it's just it's all too painful and and so you know dealing with engorgement is one thing but then I really struggled with undersupply as well which is a similar technique in using the ball but just slightly adapted there and then for lumps for using Lactimo to help with lumps all of those sorts of problems there's so many common problems. And I think there's common misconceptions with all of those problems as well. So, you know, taking um, mastitis, for example, which usually starts with a lump. Before I knew anything about breastfeeding, I just assumed if I had a lump that was painful, I should leave it and I shouldn't touch it. But there's just so much research to support that if you massage that lump out, um, using Lactimo that helps facilitate that process but massaging those sorts of lumps out can avoid mastitis developing which a lot of mothers assume if they do get mastitis that means that they therefore can't breastfeed in the future which is wrong and so really sort of dealing with all of those common misconceptions you know taking undersupply for example a lot of new mothers just assume that means that they therefore need to top up so it's taking all of those common problems and looking at at solutions there and helping mothers in that sort of way and the benefits of breast massage and lactation are so incredible and also as I mentioned that interesting point of that breast massage has been shown in studies to significantly increase the quality of breast milk which is looking at the the total solids lipids and casein concentration of of milk and the gross energy there so it's amazing how combining temperature, movement, compression in breast massage that you can address so many common problems, even ones that are at the opposite end of the scale to each other, oversupply and undersupply, both with the same product there. So it's been a massive learning curve for me and I suppose a learning curve that I wish I had gone on before I, before I was on the breastfeeding journey myself, but that's where I can change that for future mothers. What I love most about this is that it actually places the empowerment back onto the mum. So I'm just imagining the whole journey and I'm even reflecting on my own moment when I realised, oh my gosh, and I was expressing milk, so it's a little bit different, but there was that lump that formed and I remember contacting my lactation 
consultant being like, you know, is it really bad? I've got this lump. And she goes, oh, it's only really bad if you get the really heavy, bad flu symptoms and the fever. And I was like, I've got that. And I remember feeling like, who do I call? What do I do? Where do I go? And I had another friend that recently had mastitis for 10 days. Oh, no. It was undiagnosed. I think there potentially could have been a bit of a bias around her having implants. The implants were not affecting her breast milk at all. And there was this whole misconception. So basically she went 10 days with mastitis and I don't even know how she was functioning. And I just imagine, you know what, she had that ball in her hospital bag and was able to just start that massaging herself without necessarily having to go and get that tick of approval, you've got mastitis. That would have been so empowering. Like massage it, I'm guessing it doesn't even massage if you don't have a lump. You can just massage it to massage it. And so that's a good point that you picked up on there that lactamo isn't only relevant to breastfeeding mothers who experience problems. It's applicable to every breastfeeding mother because it's reactive and proactive. So it has the ability to provide benefits even in the absence of of problems. So I just think it, it really all comes back to the benefits of breast massage, which have been so widely documented. So if lactamo can, I suppose, highlight those sorts of benefits and facilitate that process, then I'd really consider that a success. I so hope you're enjoying this episode. I know there's different aspects of breastfeeding and different people have experiences with breastfeeding, but my hope and my heart is that this particular ball will be able to empower more women to stay the path of breastfeeding and will be a great tool to help with lumps and engorgement and struggling with milk supply or any of those things that come up. This is going to be a really simple ball. It's a tool in your motherhood journey. And I really hope that every single hospital in Australia actually has one of these balls and gives it to every single woman, as well as the access to undeveloped countries as well. But next Thursday, the 15th of July, I'm so excited. We have a class with dietitian Marika Rodestein, who you may have heard on one of my previous episodes. She's absolutely fantastic, a wealth of knowledge, and I so align with her stance on health and wellness. We're running a class with her, one of my beautiful communities and I, all about wellness and respiratory illness and boosting your immune system in an array of different ways, but mostly naturally. So I would love if you would like to join us, can you please get my email in the show notes below or jump over to my Instagram at bellandbeyond underscore and I will get you hooked up with the Zoom link. It's free. This is just a way to create space for community and to empower us as mums because we're in the depths of winter now and I so know what that's like to have a sick child or be sick yourself and be run down and weak and with the current situation at the moment you only have to just cough or sneeze or have a runny nose and people around you immediately get fearful and freak out. So we don't want to be ostracized from community because we have a common cold. So the best thing we can do is keep up our immune system, keep boosting our bodies, keep staying in a high vibration frequency because low vibration frequency is what tips into sickness and lower and negative self thoughts. So we want to stay high vibes as a mom and protect our little bubbers. So jump into my emails or my inbox on Instagram, get the Zoom link, free event. You're not going to want to miss this. Marika is just fantastic. All right, let's get back into the episode. 
So when is the best time to try and get this product to the mom? I know we had previous discussions about how beautiful would it be to be in like baby shower presents and yeah. potentially be in the hospital bag. Yeah, and I think that's, that could be said for a lot of things. Unfortunately, it's just the sort of the the issues such as, you know, childbirth that are on people's radar before before they have a baby, which is, which is just such a shame. So I think that sort of... Um, proactive knowledge before you have a baby just goes such a long way so yes as you said the the first two weeks of after a baby is born that two weeks postpartum are a critical time in lactation and establishing lactation in those first two weeks really goes such a long way so I suppose setting mothers up in those first two weeks, providing as much support for them as possible and and really getting them up and running there is a really is a really critical time. But in saying that, you know, anything is a bonus. So, you know, in anybody's breastfeeding journey, there's going to be peaks and troughs, there's going to be changes in routine. Maybe your baby suddenly sleeps through the night. Hooray, well done you. And but all of a sudden your boobs didn't get that memo and they're ready to feed twice that night. So why aren't you feeding? So there's always going to be those sorts of peaks and troughs, whether your your routine changes or even at the end of breastfeeding as well. I know that a lot of mums are, are scared about how do you um, wean a baby at the end because that might um, then cause a blocked duct or mastitis or whatever. So for all of those all of those different stages, and as you said as well, getting to mothers before they have their baby would be a really great time. And we're really trying to focus on that with different product offerings. There'll be some limited edition versions in the future, which which would be um, fun for, for baby showers and everything there. But even just the offerings that we'll be giving initially to get those um, to mothers before they have their baby would just be so beneficial. And I suppose would really sort of preempt that sort of process. And as I said at the beginning of this, it wasn't even on my radar as an issue or a potential issue. And so to give that sort of information before would be really helpful there. Mm, Wow, I love it. And and it just, all I can see is a lot of mums feeling less anxious around breastfeeding, if that's something that's on their mind, or even just when the pain, like, so many mums would be thinking about the pain of breastfeeding or the pain of having massage or the pain of having a blocked. I remember I got a recommendation to use an electric toothbrush to try and like unblock the lump. So Uh through your studies, can you say the ball can potentially be that because of the way it's designed, it will be less painful? I think there's a few things there. I think it's about being proactive. I think there's an argument to say that that could help those sorts of problems before they develop into more of a painful problem there. And I think it's great that you're the type of person and you've got to the stage in your journey where you're happy to to massage your breasts in that sort of way. I think there's perhaps even, unfortunately, a stigma attached to that for some people or whatever. So hopefully in providing a product that not only puts it on people's radar as the a solution as the right thing to do but also helps with that sort of process i think will be will be good will be good traction there will help new mothers there so yet yeah, new mothers are just so vulnerable so any sort of help any sort of support that can be provided there i'd just be so happy to to be able to help oh, so mums listening they could be past the lactating stage but I think they're the ones that can often have the loudest voice and have the most wisdom 
to share with other mums that are yet to embark on that journey and maybe have some of those real and honest combos. You know, breastfeeding didn't go how I wanted, but I have discovered, like, I've heard about this product. Have you heard about this product? This maybe could be something really great for you to get. So I feel like they're the women that are going to be the ones that are going to stand together in this because obviously when you're a newbie, you're not necessarily thinking about every single detail but I think this is going to be a real beautiful thing that mums can have on their lips and be really sharing with other mums and getting out there through word of mouth is that kind of what you're really hoping is there another strategy that you've got as well yeah no absolutely I think we've all got to be a village in this and I think that one of the the biggest negatives about motherhood is sometimes that sort of worry of mothers about always being on that normal curve or you know even the sort of the competitiveness that you sometimes see there so putting all that to one side and just saying look you know let's help each other as much as possible put everything on on mother's radars to help and to preempt those sorts of of problems there's one thing that Lactimo has focused on is understanding that regardless of a mother's I suppose social economic status breastfeeding is a common ground and the problems experienced are common likewise so Lactimo is really hoping for the global accessibility of this innovative and simple and and cost-effective product and there's really such a focus on bringing everybody together from all different demographs and having that sort of that wider conversation there and putting it on people's radar. Wow, it's beautiful. It's just all women coming together, being open, feeling connected, being vulnerable, being real. I think we're moving into a season of motherhood where we're actually just being real and honest, just actually supporting each other through really hard stuff and being open and saying, yeah, I went through that too. I'm struggling with that too. There's nothing wrong with you. And just starting to really normalize everything because TV's really made us think that birth is this totally different thing breastfeeding is totally different thing it's all these images around us growing up as little girls yeah and that's actually not the reality we get a bit of a slap in the face and we think have I done something wrong you know is there something wrong with me is my body bad and all this negativity rises up and it's like no and the more I go on this journey the more I hear about how everyone's just going through the same shit that I'm going through yeah no you're, you're so right and I think it's just so important to be real in that process and not judgmental not assuming that you have to be perfect because everybody else that you see is perfect or whatever and just in being that sort of that village that support oh my gosh well thank you so much for sharing maybe you could just leave some parting words of what would be your absolute dream to see with Lactimo? What would be like your biggest heart in this whole process? Is it to see like your product in every single hospital bag around Australia? Is it to see these go so global that all third world countries get access to this? What's the dream? Yeah, no, thanks. We want Lactmo to be provided to every baby in our hospitals, which, you know, and and lactation consultants that I spoke to were all saying, why isn't this available already? I see people every day who would benefit from it. So it was so great to have this validation at the early stage of the journey. And I think really that showed me the potential for for social impact on a global scale. And, you know, coming back to that UNICEF quote that I said at the beginning that no country in the world meets the recommended standards, it's not just my problem. It's not just me and my mother's group's problem. It's not just an Australian problem. It really is a global problem. And so with that in mind, the focus right from the early stages of Lactmo has been on 
accessibility to all demographs, as I said, and making sure that the simplicity of the product meets that demograph there in terms of its offering. Lactmo's been specifically selected by the government to receive export assistance for expansion into India and China, which is in addition to focus on the the US and Europe. It's really unifying, I think, to realise that there's that common ground with mothers. And I'd love to see that sort of social impact for the product. I think would be incredible there. I love so, it. I got goosebumps when you said it's going to go around to India and age. Like it's just, this is actually where we need women to stand together and rise for the vulnerable and the ones that don't have accessibility and that this isn't just for privileged people and that just because you're white or you live in a first world country doesn't mean that you should have a better breastfeeding experience than somebody else. So I just, I love your heart. I love your vision and your passion for this. I love that it's been taken so seriously by big organisations and the government. Like, woohoo, finally, like, they're batting for good things and batting for mothers and batting. There's a lot of, all I keep on thinking about Lactimo is there's going to be a lot less tears. There's a lot of sad, painful women struggling out there. And I think Lactimo is going to go so much deeper than just a physical exterior problem. This is actually, like, heart stuff for for mums this is like confidence self-esteem this is value this is you know to place that much value on a third world person and send them a product that's going to help with their breastfeeding journey a lot of cultures a lot of religions that's a really sacred thing it's more than just a physical feeding and food it's actually spiritual and emotional so yeah it's actually stunning what's going to happen and I'm really excited to see Lactimo go around the world and just I almost see like a picture of all different women of nationality standing there breastfeeding their babies with the ball in their hand like a beautiful picture and collection of women coming together it's just stunning so thank you so so much for coming on and sharing I'm so excited for the launch I'm so excited for the rest of the things that are going to take place um yeah big things coming for you and this company and women Thanks, Katie. Well, it's really nice to have the support of people like you. And even if I can, a small part of that sort of journey, it would mean so much to me. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Bell and Beyond. Mama, I know you're so busy and your time is precious. So I hope today's episode has left you feeling more empowered around your choices and that your voice matters. If you have loved this week's episode, make sure you subscribe and get all the weekly updates. It would also be so awesome if you could leave a five-star review for this independently run podcast produced by this mama herself. And if you've had all the feels today and a mum's popped into your mind, jump over, send her a DM or share it on your stories. That would be the absolute best. If you have any questions at all, connect with me over on my Instagram at bellyandbeyond underscore and let's write or rewrite your story of motherhood together. 